Welcome to Life and Ministry. I'm your host, Kyle Maddox, and I'm so thankful to be joining you today. And we're so honored to have our pastor, Pastor Nicholas Robbins, with us to discuss a very important topic on the power and value of waiting. Pastor Robbins preached a dynamic message with this title, and I wanted to get this on Life and Ministry because it's a subject and a topic that we all struggle with or will struggle with at some point in our ministry. And so, Pastor, it's so good to have you today. I'm so thankful that you've taken time to spend time with us today. Uh, I appreciate your blessing on life and ministry in general. And it's something that, as you know, God has birthed and God has given to us to just be a blessing to those that will listen and to watch it. And I just want you to greet everyone and then just give your thoughts on what we're doing so far here at Life and Ministry. And then we'll go ahead and get started with our episode. Thank Sounds you for coming. Great. It's my honor and Thank you for watching this episode, and thank you for connecting to life and ministry. Brother Maddox, I appreciate your heart and vision uh, for this ministry. And when you presented this idea to me, your your burden and desire just really struck in my spirit because there's such a need mm-hmm. for some real talk and yes. real conversations of things that we deal with on a daily basis in our life and yes. our ministries. And um, the videos that you've already uh, submitted and watched, they have been dynamic and um, been thankful to be a part. And I know this is going to be a help people already, mm-hmm. and I know it's going to be a blessing to those to come. So thank you for taking out time and sacrificing to birth this ministry. And I believe it's really going to be a blessing to all that watch it. I encourage you to, to connect and watch all the episodes uh, that are on life and ministry. And I feel like all of them are going to bless you in some way. And they've been some dynamic topics and speakers already. And so looking forward to the future of it and say, thank you. And thank you for letting me be a part of it. Well, I appreciate it. And, uh, we couldn't do it without your blessing and we wouldn't do it without your blessing. And, uh, we're just looking forward and thankful for what God has done through this so far. And uh, greater days are ahead, I believe, as long as God will help us and as long as we continue to have your blessing for this. And we're just excited. But today, again, we're going to be talking about the power and value of waiting. And uh, Pastor, that message you preached has resonated into my spirit. And as soon as I as soon as you started preaching it, we had to get it here because, again, it's such an important topic that all of us, again, will struggle with or have struggled with, and I pray and I believe this will be a blessing to us. So why don't you just open up, share whatever's on your heart, and uh, share with us what God has given to you on this topic. Thank Absolutely. you again. Well, thank you for, for inviting me, and thank you for again for watching. And um, when we talk about the power and value of waiting, it really resonates in our spirit right now because we're, we live in a very fast-paced busy life. Oh my, yes. Uh, fast food isn't fast enough. <laughs> When's the last time you waited in line at a fast food place and got aggravated because it took more than a minute? My, my. And so it, because of the technology and sure. things that we have at our fingertips through social media and through the advancements of technology, it has bled over into our life. Sure. But more importantly, it's bled over into our ministry because now we think, you know, we got to have everything now. Sure. And waiting is not something that we'd like to do. Right. Uh, as a general rule, humanity is not patient. No. And not we at don't all. like waiting. Isaiah 40, 31 says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall man up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. 
Now, for myself, if I run, I'm going to get weary. <laughs> and if I walk, I'm going to be faint. I'm right there with you. But spiritually speaking, and this is the application that is applying to our life, spiritually, God doesn't want us to, to run Mm-mm. and be weary. No. He doesn't want us to walk and faint because He wants to give us the supernatural strength being children of God and those called in ministry to do His work. Well, we can't do that without His supernatural strength. And so there is a power and a value in waiting. When you look throughout Scripture, a lot of people that were used mightily in the Word of God had a season, if not multiple seasons, of waiting. David waited 15 years. That's a lot of waiting. He's anointed king, but then he's like, nope, not now. You gotta go wait. Yes. You look at Moses, he waited 40 years. Mm. You look at Abraham, you look at Sarah and Abraham, 25 years of waiting that could get frustrating and Rachel waited. Jacob and Esau with that whole dilemma, yeah. uh, waited. And so we go back to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, oh, one yes. of my favorite scriptures. It says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Yeah. Lean not to thy own understanding. Now that's the part we have trouble with yes, because we may trust God, but then in the waiting, we're like, mm, let me hurry up and put my hands on this and let me hurry up and try to fix this. And so, but then if we knowledge him in all the ways, he'll direct our paths. And so there's times in our life where we're going, why haven't I seen this yet? Mm. I've prayed for God oh, to do God. this in my life. I've prayed for God to open this up or show me the direction in my ministry. Uh, And when we talk about life and ministry, they go hand in hand. But with both of them, we're seeking God's direction of where we go, what we do, what our ministries are, what our involvement is, what we're taking our family. And and if you're married and got kids, everything you do reflects them as well. And so... You know, we're wondering, God, why haven't you done what I've asked you to do? My God. Or why haven't you directed me? Or why haven't you gave me this clear path? And so God is never late. Oh. But my goodness, sometimes it feels like he's slow. <laughs> because his ways are not our ways. One thing we got to remember, God's an on-time God. And so uh, when we've done all we know to do, yes, sir. what do we do? And that's one of the things of the power and value of waiting that God builds our character. He builds our relationship. He builds our strength. He builds our God dependence instead of man dependence. And so what do we do when we don't know what to do or we're, we're waiting on the answer or God's given us the answer, but he says it's not time. What do we do? Sure. And, and Psalms 37, three through seven, uh, it talks about trusting in the Lord and do good and that we will dwell in the land and that we're going to be fed. Delight ourselves in the Lord, then He'll give us the desires of our heart. Oh, yes. That doesn't mean God will give us what we desire. Sure. It means He will implant His huh. desires into our spirit. Thank you, Jesus. We cannot get that without waiting. If we're trying to move ahead and we're trying to go forward and we're not letting God deposit that oh, in yeah. us, we're never going to get it. So the one of the power and values of waiting is God's going to actually deposit His desire oh, yes. that's best for us in our life. We got to commit our ways to Him. 
He's going to see the righteousness in our life as light shine forth. And then he even said there will be judgment in noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Fret not thyself because of Him who prospereth in this way, in His way, because of the man who bringeth wickedness. So if we wait on Him, He said He's literally going to deposit not only desires, He's going to deposit His righteousness. He's going to deposit His perfect way in us. And so... You look at Joshua when the children of Israel walked around the wall. He said, you, you got to just close your mouth, walk, and wait. Right. We get our own selves in trouble yes. by getting ahead of God. And so even when you can't see God doing anything, mm, you take you take Noah at the end of the flood, he sent out the dove, and he had to stay and wait. The dove come back, and he still had to stay and wait. Mm. And so God was uncovering something yes. that had not been seen yet. My God. God was developing something that had not been revealed yet. And that's where Galatians 6 and 9 says, Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. I want to challenge somebody today. Don't be weary in the waiting. God's always working. God was telling David, don't be weary. you got to keep waiting. you got to keep pressing. I'm building something in you in in the backside of this this field with oh, these yeah. sheep that you're going to need later in your life. And if you don't get it now, right. if David didn't stay there and fight the, the lion and fight the bear, he never could have killed Goliath. Right. So the waiting was developing him. I want to challenge us. We can't be anxious in the waiting. Mm. Something else is going on. I don't have time to read it, but Daniel chapter 9 and Daniel chapter 10 I encourage you to go back and read these chapters. In Daniel's first year, he was looking at his life and he was saying all this stuff is going to happen and all these things are going to come and God's putting all this stuff in him. But then David had to wait about 17 weeks after what he thought was a now moment. Daniel was thinking, right now, all this stuff's fixing to happen. And God said, no, I showed you where I'm going to take you My God. because without a vision, the people perish. Yes. But he said, there's some things I got to do in the waiting because if you don't, you're going to be defeated. Yes. You're going to be destroyed. Yes. You're not going to make it. So the power and value in waiting is God's doing things in an undercurrent that we can't see. He waited 17 weeks. And then you go to Daniel chapter 10 and God opened up the door and God did some tremendous things because there was a war and conflict going on that Daniel didn't understand. But in the waiting, God went through and fixed stuff and there was a victory because Daniel learned how to wait. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. War is heavy. The enemy will not prevail, but while we're waiting, we got to take up the shield of faith. Yes. While we're waiting, we still got to grab our sword of the spirit. While we're waiting, we still got to build a prayer life and relationship with God. It's in the waiting that yes. we learn God more clearly oh, than yeah. we do in the moving. Yes. I want to say that again for somebody. It's in the waiting we learn mm. God more clearly My God. than when we're in the moving. And so we could also wait and do things in the wrong place. Oh, my. If you look at different things, I mean, the woman with the issue of blood, I know she waited 12 years. She was waiting in the wrong place. But when she got to Jesus, look what happened. The man at the pool waited 38 years. And I don't have time to go into all that. When Jesus come up to him and said, he didn't say, hey, uh, can I help you? No. 
he asked him, do you want to be made whole? And so the man in his flesh was saying, I've done everything that I can do possibly. And so, you know, you got to look at that. And he's like, I'm still falling short. I still hadn't made it. But Jesus looked at him basically was saying, proximity matters. Yeah. Where you're waiting matters. We have to wait where God tells us to wait. we got to stay close to Jesus. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. We got to refuse to listen to the negative. We got to refuse to listen to ourselves. We got to trust in the waiting and know that proximity matters. We got to stay out it because if we wait in the right place, there's a war going on in the heavenlies and God's doing some stuff behind us. And so God wants to challenge us to know. That's why he said in Isaiah 40, 31, and I'll close with this, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with the wings as easels. They shall run and not be weary and walk and not faint. The power and value in waiting is learning mm. how to trust God. Oh. How to depend on God. Oh my God. How to allow God to direct and order yes. everything yes. in our life. That comes our family, our finances, our house, our jobs, everything in life. That's More so importantly, good. everything in our ministry. Because this is not our ministry. Right. It's God's ministry. Yes. And when we put our hand over it, we'll mess up God's ministry. Most definitely. And so, but the power and value in waiting is God sees everything that we can't see. My. And then He's going to turn around and direct us and guide us where we need to, to go. But if we put our agenda in it, we're going to mess up. And so I want to challenge you to look at the power and value in waiting, not the negative side of waiting. Yes. We always see the frustration of waiting when God looks at it and says, this is the moment where I want to bless you yeah. and I want to direct right. you and guide you. So I hope that's been helpful. Oh, it's, that's been awesome. And there's just a couple of things. One of the things that I love what you said is that God will give us his desire. Yes. And as you know, you know, we moved here just, over, just coming up on a year ago. I never seen myself moving to Mississippi. <laughs> I had my thoughts, my desires, sure. what I thought God was going to do. But I got to that place where I said, okay, God, what do you want? What do, where am I going? Where are we going? And you know as well as I do, I mean, God spoke to us very directly from somebody that had no idea of what God, we've been praying about. And uh, it's, it, when, we, when we get to that place where we say, you know what, not my desire, not what yes. I want, not what I think, you know, this current season that I'm in, I need to go, I need to go now. No, what, what God, when is your timing? But trusting, another thing you said yes. here at the end, was trusting God in the waiting. Yes. Sometimes that can be so hard. And even when, you know, even God's told you what he's going to do and where yes. he's going to take you, waiting in that season, waiting on your pastor's blessing, that's so important, is that God may have may tell us where we're going or may, may give us a vision, but if, if, if our pastor doesn't give us that blessing, we're not going to be as effective if we would be. Yes, we have God's calling. Yes, God's told us where we're going. But we also need the men of God's voice in our life. And so Absolutely. it's so important. I encourage you today to, to, to just be encouraged, to be strengthened, wait on God, trust his timing, and great things will come. Pastor, just a couple of questions that was submitted yes, um, by some of our watchers. The first one is from a pastor's point of view, what is the most effective thing a person can do in the waiting period? That's good. That's a very good question. And I think 
truthfully, every season and every uh, the opportunities of waiting differs in some way. Sure. But we, we all have things to do. And I think that's where sometimes we miss it because we look at it and say, well, God's not answering me, so that must mean mm. this is right. Sure. And that's not the case always. No. We need to hear God's voice. Yes. So what do we do in those moments? One, we've got to take those times to draw closer to God because yes. maybe the waiting is about us. So good. It could be about what's where God's directing us. Sure. It could be about other other things. But building that deeper relationship with God. Oh, the, yes. the prayer life is the most important thing. Yes, sir. Yeah, we need God's word. We need to study. We need, but, but if you're not spending time mm. with the one that you're waiting for yes. and you're waiting on, then we're just spinning our wheels. Yeah. And so I think in that moment of waiting, first of all, prayer life. Oh, yeah. Also fasting, which we, none of us like. No. But that is where we die out to self. And we're really saying, God, I'm committed yes. to your will. Oh, of course. And not my ways. And so, and then the other thing is in those moments of waiting, when we don't know where God's taking us, mm. or even if we know, but it's not timing, we still have to continue with the burden and oh. the ministry and everything God's called us in. We don't neglect anything God's no. put us in until God closes that door yes. and opens another one. So even in that season of waiting, you still do what you know to do oh, and what yeah. God's called you to do until God says, now it's time to go. Yes. And I think that's a key. And then to staying connected, you know, to your pastor, to your leadership, because God will give them directions and guidance. And so, you know, Godly, wise counsel. Yeah. Uh, in those seasons, I think sure. that that's very key because we have the tendency to say, "Well, you know, my will or my." And so when you have there's a there's a safety in the multitude oh. of counsel. So I think that's key as well, and I think that would help in my advice. That's um, awesome. And honestly, I, the question came to my mind as you were talking: What do we do when you know God has told us? Where we're, you know, that what he wants to do, but it's, you know, say the our pastor says, eh, let's wait or let, let's, let, let's just really, let's pray about it some more. What do we do? I mean, do we, what do we do there? That's a good, and, and, you know, the, the order of God is very clear. Yes. That we need the under shepherds, yes. which, which means that's our shepherd, our pastors in our life. And when they say wait, uh, let me back up and say it like this. When God gives you, uh, a calling or yes. somewhere to go, sure. it always doesn't mean it's for that moment. No. Sometimes it's God trying to give you that vision, but also prepare you to study, to learn, mm -hmm. to develop for that. Oh yes. And then, but then our, our pastors and, and leaders, we need to be o obedient and submitted to them because yes. they know things and God will reveal things to them that he won't to us because we're not mm -hmm. ready for that moment. That's good. And so being submitted, you'll never go wrong being submitted to your man of God mm -hmm. and leadership. And then, you know, with that, you know, there's the one side where people have asked me, well, what happens if they're, they're unbiblical? Well, that's a different ballgame. We're not, yes. you know, if they're done got out of the Bible, that's a sure. different story. Sure. But most people are not. They're, they're, they see something yes. that God's still doing in the undercurrent. So you be obedient and God will honor your obedience oh, and yes. submission. And then he'll put a blessing on you yes. because you're being, and then God will speak to them when it's that moment in time. And sometimes it's just, you know, even with a pastor, we could wait longer sure. than we need to. 
But God will speak, oh, yes. and God will direct, and God will always put that timeline in the right order. That's so good, you know. And even even in our case, you know, you know, it got, it got a little frustrating, you know, because <laughs> sure. we we knew God spoke to us, but I wouldn't have wanted to let, leave any sooner than we did, right. because again, being in that perfect timing, God's yes. perfect timing, is so vitally important. Pastor, what? Why do you think God has us wait for long periods of time? Again, that's a case by case. Uh, uh, I think a lot of times it's because of us. God's mm, developing us. That's good. He's molding us. He's building our character. Or He's getting us ready for when God takes us to a new level and dimension. We face sure. new devils and new things. Yes. Well, if we're not ready for it, then God will. Mm. Push, God could put us in a place of failure. So he yes. never does that. Right. He only allows us to go forward when we're ready. So mm-hmm. a lot of times it's about developing us. Sometimes it's also about the location, if it's a move or spirit. You know, sure. there's things that's got to be in place there on yes. scenes. Or, you know, and, and it ain't always, when we talk about this, sometimes we're just thinking about physical moves. It's not mm-hmm. always about that. It's in ministries. It's it's when God's putting new callings and new ministries and new birthings in our life, then you know there there's some things that's got a dynamics that's got to be worked out in that sure. as well. So I think most of the time those are the two biggest elements. Yeah, there's a lot of other things that of are course. involved, but I think that's the two biggest things. One, God's waiting on us, or He's He's putting stuff in it, developing us. Sure. And then two, He's getting the the next level ready where we could step in and everything runs smoothly. Because you go in there and you 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 step into something ahead of time, yes. you could cause a whole just, you know, chaotic scene. Yes. And God knows that. God doesn't want us to, to move us into chaos. Right. He wants to move us into a place. Yeah, we're going to fight devils. Oh, and we're yes. going to fight things. But he wants to move us to a place where things will go smoothly as possible and that we see the blessings in hand of yes. God at work. That's so good. Again, it's God's perfect timing. I mean, it, the scripture you, you shared, you know, the, they that wait. Yeah. Waiting is God ordained. Waiting, Absolutely. God wants us to wait. Again, not saying, you know, we need to, you know, we, the timing is perfect, but we can't rush it. We can't move too fast. But in God's perfect timing, he will move us ahead. Absolutely. Uh, Pastor, you, you kind of touched on this while you were speaking, but what would you say to a person listening or watching that is weary and waiting? You know, the, the Bible talks about in, in His presence, there's a fullness of joy. Yes. We get the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yes, sir. So it means that if we want to have strength in our weariness, then we've got to get the joy of the Lord. Of course. To get the joy of the Lord, we got to spend time with the Creator in yes. joy. Yes. And so our Creator is the one that will give us the strength and not cause us to be weary in the, the quitting sense. Oh, sure. And so sure. we're all going to hit times of weariness. Yes. In the waiting, you're going to probably get weary. But... There's a difference in being weary and God developing you and mm. difference in being weary and quitting. Oh my. So I would say in that moment, you've got to learn how to build a personal relationship with God that goes deeper yes. than what you've had in the past. Yes. Um, the other thing is uh, surrounding yourself with people 
that are like-minded, like spirits, because we need one another in yes, these seasons. Do. Yes, we do. You know, we also talked about maybe going ahead of God's schedule, but there's sometimes, too, in the waiting, we wait too mm. long. <laughs> I've seen people where God's had callings and giftings on their life, oh God. and God's saying, go now, and they're still waiting five years down the road. Yeah. And then now they're wondering why they're frustrated. Sure. And now they're wondering why they're weary. They're weary because they did, they actually waited too long. Yep. So, you know, there's that side too. Sometimes we actually wait too long sure. when God says, does it? Because we think we can't or we're not qualified or we're so not good. able or we're not good enough. None of us are good enough. But when God says it, yes. he knows all things, yes. then we can move forward in that. But I think building that relationship with God deeper, but also having those people in our life, those counsels, those yes. people that are going to impart into us and encourage yes. us and and help us and not put us down, but be there. So we got to surround ourselves with the right people. So keep that relationship. Be faithful in what you're doing because you will give up if you quit too early oh as well my. because now you just frustrated God yes. in a sense. So the power and value in waiting is something that will miraculously advance us in the kingdom of God. Yes, that's so good. You know, and as you were talking, I've been hesitant sharing not the whole story, but I, even from the beginning, I'm I just hesitant to share what, what our story, if you will. Sure. But I'm going to, I'm going to, I just, I really feel directed to share it because I do believe there's somebody watching or listening that you are discouraged. You you don't know if God's telling you, you know, if what God has told you is true. If you, you're, you're second guessing yourself. And the, and you know the story, and um, you know it was, we got we were at a place where we we knew God was moving, we knew God was transitioning us. Mississippi was not on my mind, and uh, when God started telling me, when I started praying, God, not my desire, but Your desire, I still fought that because again, I was I didn't want to move my family all the way here, Absolutely. and it got I got to a place where I said, God. What do you want? If you are really speaking, if you are really directing us to go, I want you to speak to us. And I asked, I asked God for three things. I asked God to share, show me three things. Speak to me by, th you know, three different people. And He did. And, and you know, the, you know, you know all the individuals, but the, what, the one particular, this man had no idea what, what God was talking to us. I hadn't spoke to anyone besides my wife. And he he just randomly he said and I would mind you I had been contemplating talking to my pastor at the time and I said before I went on this trip with this individual I said God I want you to speak to me and he said you've been contemplating talking to your pastor he had no idea but he said God spoke to me and said if you if you don't go home and talk to your pastor you'll be miserable in three months long story short God moved and we're here so I encourage you. That if God is speaking to you, if God is telling you to move, if God is telling you to go forward, don't second guess it. It's going to take time. It's going to, it's going to be a process. You got to make sure it's the right timing, the right place, all of that. But that's where your man of God comes in. And so again, I'm so thankful for my, you know, Pastor Jason McGee. I'm so thankful, you know, for you being sensitive and and and, and allowing us to come and uh, getting the blessing of Brother McGee to come. It's 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 evident that we're in the perfect will of God. But just think, if I would have got weary. Just and now I was. Well, let's just be honest. But at the same time, you said it. Be weary, but let God still work on you. And so I encourage you, if you're watching, if you're listening today, don't be weary in well doing. For in due season you shall reap if you faint not. God's perfect timing is so very important. And so today, I pray this has been a blessing to you, Pastor Robbins. Thank you for joining us today. I've been blessed again 
There's those messages that you can just hear over and over again. This is such an important topic, and I pray that even if you're watching it now, you'll watch it in the future, and I pray that this has been a blessing to you. Again, Pastor, thank you for watching, and we pray this has been a blessing to you, and we pray you all have a great day in Jesus' name.